book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Happy Monday, everybody. We hope that you are enjoying another week of coffee with us. This week, we wanted to come on and talk to you. I don't know if you guys have the song stuck in your head, but you know that TikTok <laughs> song that's like, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, my gosh. I love Sing it. Sing it, Cody. It's... Sing it. <laughs> Wasn't that great? It was so good. Um, but it is so, like, relatable in so many different scenarios. But, of course, since we talk to military spouses so much, we wanted to just, like, spin it to how it can be relayed in the military spouse community. Mm-hmm. And also remind you that, like, not every season is a good season and it's okay to be honest with your feelings and say like I'm not fine like this is hard while I am extremely proud of my spouse and I love my my life and I'm proud to be a military spouse it's hard at times and I'm not always happy doing it I'm not always fine I'm not always you know loving the season that I'm in and that's okay it's all right to have those moments where you're struggling to find the beauty in the moment. Um, it's all right to be honest. If somebody asks you, like, how are you? I'm not fine. Like, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not good. But at the same time, like, if you're struggling so, so bad, you know, obviously know that there are resources out there that you can utilize, whether it be through your insurance or through a friend or through therapy services or whatnot. There's a ton of ways to cope with those same feelings. So while it is okay, there are resources that you should utilize as well. Yeah. Well, you know how I, like when I heard that song and we put it to military life, if you don't follow our socials, go follow it and you'll see how we kind of twisted it. But um, you think about it and guys like go through basic, right? To kind of prepare for military life, quote unquote. And not necessarily that it prepares you for everything you'll go through because there's plenty of times my husband's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but as a spouse, it's almost like you are um, thrown into right. it right? because everybody's like, oh, you know what you signed up for? And you absolutely don't. Like, sure, you have a generalized idea. Like, you have the same generalized idea about everything in life. So, like, I had a generalized idea of what motherhood was. Right. And it's drastically different than what I experienced, right? Every single one of my children were different. Um, you know, every single one of my births were different. And all of these things that go along with it. So, when for me like not even like the military aspect like but when you say you signed up for it it's like you signed up for everything in life so your point Mm -hmm. is invalid like yeah but um we're thrown into this situation where it's like not necessarily that you're taught but you are forced to be this independent person right like I have to be able to I know my husband leaves a lot and I have to be able to hold down the fort like I have to be able to do that and so we grow accustomed to this like I'm fine um you know quote unquote because it's like I have to be fine Mm -hmm. I have to be fine because I have to do this my husband's not here I have to be the solo parent I have to you know make sure all the bills are paid and you know the cars are registered and all of these things happen I have to you know last year I had to make sure Santa came through, you know, like I was here by myself handling it all and, you know, the magic and the else and then everything else that came with it, I had to. So when you're like, how are you handling it? You don't want to sit there and be like, 
Oh my God. Thanks for asking. <laughs> you know, and it's not that like you can do that. Like you, I do that to Cody plenty of times and I have a hard time, but it's like, you don't want to do that to everybody else. So the first thing that comes to your mind is like, Oh, I'm fine. Like yeah. it's great. Like it's easy, you know? And yeah. it's like, you know, when you look at somebody whose husband has been deployed for eight months and like you ask, like, how are you doing? Like, I feel like that's like a stupid question to ask right. in the beginning, you know, like my husband's gone and he's been gone for nine months. Like, how do you think I'm doing? Yeah. And I think you do fine. Right. The point being is you do do fine. You are OK, but you can have a hard time. You can yeah. say that, like, I'm, I'm struggling. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine, but I am struggling. Like I'm not, you know, don't put me in a mental ward or something like yeah. that, but like I'm having a hard day. And I think, you know, social media especially comes into play where it's like, Oh, your husband's been deployed for a month and you have kids with, you know, sick kids. Oh, well, my husband has been deployed for six months and I went through a surgery and then my kid had to go through a surgery and then my dog died and then my car broke down. So you don't have it hard at all. Like, right. You know, and it's kind of like, it's just easier to default to I'm fine because sometimes you don't know, like you don't know what's coming on the other end of expressing how you truly are feeling. Like Felicia just said, you're, are, are we going to play the one up, one upping game? If I say what I'm feeling, yeah. are you going to tell me that I signed up for this? Are you going to tell me, Oh, your kids are resilient. Are you, are you really going to ask me how I'm doing and care if I give you the, the true response? So sometimes it's just easier to be like, I'm fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I mean, you will have those people who press you and they'll be like, but are they really fine? And then you have that moment of like, you know, where you just break down. It makes me think of, you know, uh, when my husband was deployed, I had just had a surgery after he left and um, I was at, I had a lot of follow-ups because it was a pretty like intensive surgery. And I'm at one of my follow-ups shortly after my dog died. And the doctor came in and you could just feel like how genuine he was when he asked, but he, uh, he put his hand on my knee and he said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm fine. And he said, he looked me right in my eyes. He's like, how are you really doing? And I was like, I'm not doing good. Like I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm not doing good. And he kind of startled for a second, like, oh, wow. She really just unloaded. But, um, after that, though, he was like, what can I do for you? What can I order a pizza and send it to your house? And this is like a colonel sitting in front of me. And I'm like, no, you can't. Like, no, you can't do that. Like, absolutely not. I am I will be fine is I'm pretty sure what I said. But I, said, I just needed to get that out. And it was so nice in that moment to have somebody like genuinely be like, how are you? Like, and, yeah. and he was ready for whatever response I was going to give. And he didn't take like, I'm fine. Like he wasn't, he wasn't going to accept that answer. Like, no, like if you're really, really good, I want to hear about it. And if you're really, really bad, I want to hear about it too. And so I think sometimes we do ourselves a disservice and I'm not saying to sit here and tell everybody how you're feeling because we all know that there are people that you can trust with your business. And there are people that you just say, I'm fine too. Um, and, and everybody has their, their boundary that with those people that they know, where, where you, where you keep them, either they're close to your chest or their arms length away. Um, so there are moments when it's okay to just say, I'm fine. And kind of shoulder that because you know that there's people that you can turn to and say, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Like for, like, I know I can tell Felicia, like I'm struggling, like I'm sad, I'm not happy or I'm overwhelmed or whatever the feeling may be. But if, the lady at the grocery store is like, how are you doing today? I'm fine. <laughs> like, I'm okay. I'm doing good. Um, even if that's not truly how I'm feeling on the inside. So I think there's a, with that, that song that 
um, the creator came up with. I, I love that it's like there's a facade, but also like if this is what it means, like, yeah, I'm fine if it means I'm lonely because my husband's gone. And yeah, I'm fine if it means that I'm overwhelmed because I'm doing parenting by myself or I'm str- like keeping a marriage alive by while my spouse is far away. There's so many things that go into it that are just like they become like uh routine so it kind of like desensitizes them a little bit I thought that's funny that you said desensitize because I was thinking the same thing in my head when you were saying it it's like we become desensitized to our own feelings because I don't you know if my husband calls me and he's like and that's what he does how are you babe like are you okay you know are you doing good how are the kids I'm not gonna sit there and have like a breakdown on my husband while he's deployed overseas and you know send him into a spiral of worry when there's there's no way he's gonna benefit me you know like he can't come home and drop everything that he's doing and you know be by my side as I need so I think there's times that we you know utilize I'm fine to put his mind at ease but then there's times where it's like you don't want to bring it up because it's like oh well this is my lifestyle you know this is not the first time he's been deployed it's not the first time he's been gone like I don't want to seem like a complainer or I don't want to go into it but then there's times that it's like sometimes I just need to say it not because I don't need you to buy me anything I don't need you to tell me anything honestly I just need a good cry and I need somebody to like there's been plenty of times that I'll just call Cody just to cry like I'd be like she's like hold on okay now and then I have to go get groceries later like I just needed to do that and you know make sure like you know I was okay like I just needed that like check-in you know I didn't need to just say anything didn't need anything I just needed that cry with somebody there to you know, potentially bring me back to ground if I needed. And so there's a lot of pressure that goes into being married to a service member because, and and if nobody's going to talk about it, we'll talk about it here. And people can be like, Oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're reading too much into it. You're making it too much of your lifestyle, but the military, whether you want to admit it or not really infiltrates your entire life, regardless if you're the one serving or not. And the pressure that goes on into that is like, I, I am mom and dad. Yeah. A lot of like for many months out of the year, I am mom and dad. Then there's pressure of like, I want my kids to um, have like a great relationship with their father. So I shoulder a lot of that, the mean mom, like I'm the disciplinary and dad gets to be the fun dad because the time with them is it, it's short. He doesn't have a ton of time with him. I never want them to be like, Oh great. Dad's coming home. You know what I mean? I want him to be like, dad's coming home so excited and and if I have to be the bad guy then I guess I have to be the bad guy whatever but at the same side of that coin or the 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 flip side of that coin is because dad is gone I have to be the just like I have to be firm and stand firm in the decisions I make for my children and for my family because he's he's not here to make them with me so a lot of like his he trusts me one million percent to make these decisions and to speak on his behalf when he's gone and that's a lot of pressure I want to make him proud I want to make sure that what I'm doing like he is like like let's not be naive here there are there are people out there that do not live up to the standard that there needs there needs to be in a marriage regardless of it's military or not that's why that we that's why we have nicknames called dependents because unfortunately there are people who have done things to show that they do not handle the responsibility of being in a marriage, being a mother, being a partner. Yeah. They have shown that 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 pressure was too much, right? But I don't I don't want to be that st- statistic. I want to be someone that my spouse is proud to say like 
oh, I can go on a nine month appointment and I know my home life is fine. I know my wife is going to pay the bills and I know she's going to take care of the kids and she's going to feed them dinner and she's going to bathe them. She's going to take them to church. She's going to get them to school. And I'm, I'm happy to say that I make him proud, but it doesn't come without pressure. And then like Felicia said, you don't want to vent that, that pressure to your spouse because there's nothing they can do about it. They have to go. Yeah. They have that. This is their job, regardless of any of, uh, of us want to admit it or not. Our spouses are government property and they don't have a say in their career or what they're doing or where they go next or anything. Yeah. And to be like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Or I'm, I'm, I'm struggling so bad that I can't handle it just adds a level of like stress to my spouse that I, I don't want to do like, I I just don't want to put that on them because I don't, I know that there's nothing he can do about it. So like I said, in the beginning, it's really important to utilize the resources you have, whether that be a good friend that you can vent to or say like, I'm just having a bad day and I'm not fine. Or if that means that you go to therapy, I, a lot of time when I went to therapy, I talked to her about things that were going on in my marriage or how I felt like um, pressures of society of being a mother or being a spouse and things like that so if you didn't know like TRICARE covers therapy for spouses and yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a huge advocate for it if you need somebody just in your corner to talk to maybe you don't have a friend that you can trust because we hear that a lot like oh I wish I had a friend like that oh I wish I had a friend like that if you are struggling and you don't have a friend like that please 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 go find a therapist that you can just like vent to and you can tell her like I'm not fine like I'm yeah. not okay I'm struggling in this and then they're able to present ways for you to bring it up to your spouse I'm not saying that like if you're not doing good don't talk to your spouse about it what I'm saying is if my husband is in a war zone in Afghanistan and I'm just overwhelmed because the dog peed in the carpet and my kids won't eat dinner I'm not gonna go to him and be like I can't handle this right if but if you I think we all are old enough and mature enough to know like what, when and who to bring these concerns up to. And sometimes there are things meant for your friends and there's some things meant for a therapist and there's some things meant for your spouse. Yeah. And I, it's so funny. this is why we do it together because you're saying that. And I was like, wait, 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 we got to clarify because I already know people are going to come to us. Like if you need help, like if you need help, help please get it. Please. Like, don't, don't be like coffee told me not to tell anybody. That's not what, no, we're, no, no. That's not what we're, you know, if you're having, you know, thoughts of self-harm and things like this, please, please get help. Please bring that to your spouse's attention. Please do, you know, go through the channels and do what you need to do to get help. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, you know, oh my goodness, the kids haven't listened to me and nobody's gone to bed at the same time mm-hmm. for the past week and I'm tired and I'm exhausted, you know, and I just hate my life and I hate you and I hate, those are not the concerns that your husband needs. Like, he's going to be like, I'm sorry, you know, like I'm yeah. sorry you're having a bad time. I'm sorry the kids aren't helping. Like, well, put me on the phone and I'll split them from here, you know? And, <laughs> you know, there's, there's certain things that you can be like, when you're just overwhelmed or you're stressed out or Murphy visits, your spouse is not stupid. He's not dumb. They're not like, oh, they're, they're, they've handling this like a champ, you know, like I know she's having a hard time. Like I know, and I'm sorry. And my husband will say that, like, I'm sorry that happened. Like, I'm sorry you went through that. Like, I'm sorry. They're doing 
exactly what they can from where they are in their position, you know, and it's the same thing. There's been times my husband's in the field. He cannot help me. So me leaving him a detailed voice message of how much my life sucks right now, like is not going to benefit him or I, you know, right. they can do about it. So those are the two different like scenarios that we're talking about. It's not just, you know, oh, don't tell your spouse anything. You can't communicate with him. We're not saying that. I mean, we did an episode on, you know, dating your spouse. Like you have to have that open channel of communication to be open and honest. And you can say, you know, I've told my husband, like, he'll be like, how's your day? He's at a school. He'll tell me that right now. How was your day? And I'll be like, honest with them. You know, I had a hard day. That's it. That's all I, that's, I had a hard day. That's it. You know, he's not going to make any changes from where he is and I can't change it. It's already happened. You know, my day's my day and we're just going to make it better tomorrow. And he'd be like, I'm sorry. And that's, that's our open wave of communication. You know, I told you I had a bad day, but I didn't pour every single thing on you that, you know, like, what are you going to do? You're going to pick up spaghetti from where you are? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, like, yeah, I think it's important. A good analogy would be like, you know, when your spouse comes home and they're like so frustrated with army and I, I, ha- my spouse has these days a lot where he'll come home and he will unload it onto me. And it's like, I don't know what to say to make you feel better. And anything I say makes it worse. I'm speaking from experience. Like I told my husband to stop talking about the army to me because one, like it stresses me out because I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And then also the solutions that I present they don't make any sense because I'm not in the military and I don't understand the way the military works. And two, it's like, um, like I don't understand what's going on, I guess, because that's not my day to day. I don't do that. And so I think in the same way of like him trying, like me telling him like, well, I can't get the kids to go to bed. They're not listening to me. This one didn't eat dinner. This one came home with an F and I'm, anything that he were to present to me in that moment would just be like, dude, you don't get it. Cause you're not here. You're not doing it every single day. Just the same way when I present like my husband saying like, Oh, well this soldier isn't paying his bills. And this one showed up late to PT. And this, they told me that my body fat is over and I'm really, I don't know. And, and he's frustrated. And it's like, my solutions don't make sense in the same way. Like he could present the like the solutions from Afghanistan. And it's like, yeah, well you're not here. So it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's like, it's it doesn't they don't the math isn't math and well <laughs> even if you're sense. honest right when they when <laughs> it's because I'm a mean person and I know it <laughs> but um my husband you know if I have like my child um you know fails her spelling test or something like that right and my husband's deployed or training or whatever and he gives me the simplest of solutions well she needs to study or something like that <laughs> it infuriates me <laughs> like I'm like no shit like you you like I didn't think of that like we didn't study like I you know sometimes it's not like you know there's nothing you can do about the situation and it's like there's no changing it sometimes I'm just upset sometimes I'm sad sometimes I'm this you know I just don't need to unleash it necessarily all on my husband a lot of the times I unleash it on Cody because she'll just you know bounce it back like oh yeah that's that's terrible (laughs) (laughs) to be like you know I'd be like my kid wasted my butter and she was like what that two dollars took a butter you know grounded (laughs) you know there's sometimes you need that person just to kind of bounce off your stupid, unrealistic, you know, rants and raves and hard days. Especially as a woman, because like PCS, aren't PCS, PMS comes. Oh, I was like, where's this moving? PMS comes and no one understands that like a woman. And I, if I'm like in a mood and I'm like, oh, the world is terrible. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I don't want to be a mom. This is so overwhelming. I don't want, I just want to 
be single. You know, you have those P- PMS will just like put some crazy shit in your head. And the funny thing is like, um, my spouse was out of school and I was feeling, I've been feeling real, like just weird about my body since having my baby. And I was just like, you're not complimenting me a lot. You must not love me anymore. Like you're not into me, are you? And, um, and then I got, you know, my first cycle from having the baby and I was like, oh, I was just PMSing. And he was like, no, I don't think you're PMSing. That only happens like, uh, that only happens like three days before you have your, your cycle. And I was like, okay, tell me more about your uterus because I'd love to hear. (laughs) And I was like, no, dude, it's like seven to 10 days before. And he's like, no, I don't think you're right. I'm like, I've only been having a cycle for like the last 20 years. Like, but you please tell me more, please tell me how my body works. And, um, So like, if I were to tell Felicia those things and, you know, and the moments that I am like upset about my body, she's there to be like, dude, you just had a baby three months ago. Like you're, you're fine. You're, you look great. Like how you are. And like, you know, your, your husband still loves your butt. Like it's, you're fine. And so in those moments, like you're feeling like desensitized to it because you're just like, yeah, I'm fine. But really like my, my, my pants fit too tight. My husband hasn't complimented me in a week and I'm not sure, that, you know, yeah. you, you just, it's easy to spiral, but the easy response is I'm fine. Like I'm fine. Just leave me alone. I'm fine. Yeah. And it's so, it's, I think it's a good response to some questions, but it's overly normalized. Like if you, it's to the fact where, in our community, you know, I, you hear it a lot where people are like, well, what makes it different? What makes it special? Like, it's not your whole personality. And no, it's not my whole personality. And I I never, ever, ever said that. Like you read into the situation and made your own assumptions, which means that made an ass out of you and me. That's what assumption means. And that's like Mm -hmm. the one thing that has stuck with me from high school. So (laughs) my teacher was like, don't make assumptions literally like wrote it on the whiteboard, you know, because clearly they're not going to be like ass in school. But anyways, that's a whole tangent. Um, so like, you know, you, assumed that situation but it is a big part of me it impacts like so much of my life like my healthcare is military related you know my husband is military my kids are military kids so like if they have to go to school they're going to like a military school like they're you know all of these instances that like it's it makes up a big part of my life and so when you say like oh I'm fine or you know I'm I'm looking for military spouses you know to be my friends because it's when you know your civilian friend is like my husband has been gone for two days and everybody's heart is hard. I'm not, don't come at me. Everybody's heart is hard. And if that's hard for you, that's hard for you. But like, I'm over here on my eighth month of deployment and I'm just like, yeah, like <laughs> I understand that two days is hard for you. I'm doing fine. You know, like, you know, you'll be fine. And so it's just overly, overly used. Like, well, I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Right. So then at that point, you're just like, I'm just fine. I'm yep. fine. I'm fine. But you know, sometimes I think we push it too far. And that's when we get into situations that we can't handle, or you can't pull yourself yourself out of, you know, like you end up in these depression and like, you know, anxious ridden. And I'm an anxious person. Like I really, really, I'm a very anxious person and I can't help it. Like I can't fix it. You know, I pray the Lord to fix me every day, (laughs) you know, and my husband knows the same thing. So there'll be times like I freak out about nothing and I'll call Cody because I don't want to like freak out my husband because I know it's nothing, you know, like yeah. I am fine. Like I know it. And, um, it's just that the line I'm fine is normalized. We also need to normalize that I'm not fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you're thrown so many things at once. Like I'm going to school, like, for example, like my life is 
hectic right now. Like my husband's going to a school. I have a three month old baby. I have a four year old. And then I have two in cheerleading, one in wrestling. I'm literally out of practice every night of the week. I, in between that, like I have to get dinner, I have to do baths, make sure we're still attending church because that's important to our family. And then at some point squeeze in a little bit of fun because we're still kids, but also make sure we're still maintaining a relationship with dad while he's away. And then also finding time to be just me for a minute, to take mm-hmm. a breath and just be me. And it's so much all at once that your brain doesn't even give you a second to like really rationalize or um, like cope with what's happening all yeah. around you. It's easy to put you at the end, at the end. It's like, okay, well, I got to make sure so-and-so is doing well in school, but I also got to make sure they have dinner and I, the baby needs a bottle, but also needs a, well, needs their vaccines and a baby check and all of these things like pile onto you to where you do become desensitized to like, how are you really feeling? Like, Honestly, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, but you don't want to hear that. Like, you don't want to listen to me tell you about how overwhelmed I am. And people will say, well, it's too easy to take things off your plate. And I was telling Felicia about this um, when I when I signed my son up for wrestling and it's like four practices a week. And then my girls are in cheer and that's two practices a week. And, you know, um, one of the first things my mom told me is like, oh, you're going to don't do that. You're going to burn out. But at the same time, part of me was like, I'm not going to like not give my children experiences because it's going to make me tired. Like, what did I say? I'll be fine because I know that I'll be okay, but I know I'm going to be tired. I know it's going to, it's going to be taxing on my, on myself, but also like, I'm not going to sacrifice their childhood because for the sake of like me making sure that like I'm happy all the time and I'm not happy all the time, but like not burnt out. And if you're a mom, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. It's like, I come last, but that's okay with me a lot of the time because I am a ha- I find happiness through watching them have fun. So watching my son wrestle, even though he's terrible at it, it's so rewarding because he, he's building his confidence and watching my girls cheer. Yeah, I might be tired having to go up to the school and get them, but like I get to watch them do something that I loved. So I'm it kind of like balances out. Like, is it overwhelming? Yes. But it also, it, it fills my cup because I get to see the, the happiness in my kids and faces. And I think if you apply that to military spouse life, like, does it get overwhelming? Yes. But at the same time, like I get to look at my spouse, like excel in his career and he's about to have like a promotion ceremony next week and how I like excited, but like like he's trying to like keep it in like a cool guy I guess where it's like oh yeah it's whatever it's like dude this is a big deal like you've done a great job and so is the time when you're away overwhelming yeah are the moments where I'm like I'm fine it's it's whatever yeah but at the same time like my cup refills getting to watch you like be excited about your promotion or or be excited about you know going to be a drill sergeant and things like that so I think I think is, is if when you say, when you, to admit that, right? Yeah. It's like, for me, like to admit that I'm not okay is like a failure. And I know that's not like a bad mindset, but that's just how I was raised. Like, I don't know, like, you know, you've got this, like you can do this, you're independent. And, you know, then you're thrown into the military life and it's the same thing. Like, you've got this, you're independent. You have to be, you have to do right. this, you have to do this. And I think you come to this time, right? That says, um, um, 
if I say this, like it's admitting defeat, right? Or if I say this, people are automatically going to think like, oh my God, she like can't handle it. And it's like, I'm not saying that. Like sometimes when I say I'm not fine, it's just because I'm overwhelmed today and Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard day and tomorrow I'll be all right, you know? But I just like today I need to confide in you and say like, I'm not fine. Like I'm not fine. Like I had a whole mental breakdown when um, I, my husband was deployed and I finally got, I waited like six weeks, eight weeks for this like doctor's appointment just to walk in and find out it had been rescheduled. And I called Cody crying. Like I was bawling my eyes out because I was frustrated. I was angry. I was overwhelmed. It was like a situation that I couldn't change. Like my husband couldn't change it. And I didn't want to call him, you know, obviously I told him like it was canceled. I'm frustrated, blah, blah, blah. But I called Cody to be like, releasing all my frustrations like I was bawling my eyes out because it was just it was a bad experience for me and uh the next day I was fine <laughs> later yeah. that day I was fine and and in that moment though I was not fine I was not okay and I I had to express that for one without somebody who would judge me and be like oh my gosh she needs to be checked in like oh my gosh somebody yeah she's her. crying like, over a doctor's appointment yeah like somebody get her she's broke you know like type of thing and you do need those people to pull you out of those situations you know like you need people to be like hey you've been in your house too long like let's go like you got to get out of this funk like you can do this but there's like a fear right and it is just because people take things from one extreme to another right it's you know whether you oh my gosh, like lock it up now. Or like, well, you signed up for it. There's no in between of just like, there's no support. Yeah. There's no, there's no like, oh, I understand you're having a hard moment. Right. I'm not fine right now. Is that what I need to say in order for you to like validate my feelings in the moment? And then like, you know, this happened at 11 o'clock by noon when I was home, you know, with my kids and doing all my stuff, I was back to normal. Like, but it was, like I needed that, you know, I needed to be able to express that. And if I felt like I couldn't, I would have probably had a worse day. It probably would have lingered with me and continued because I know how I am. <laughs> like it just plays yeah. in my head. Well, one thing piles up over the other and everybody expects because you're a military spouse that you're supposed to just be like, roll with the punches and stuff. And that is a crucial part of life. Like you do need to roll with the punches. But I mean, like, I mean that in the sense of like, time and date can change we were going to go here, but now we're going here. Yeah. Roll with those punches. But at the same time, like you're still a human and you're still allowed to feel what you're feeling in those moments. A lot of people use that, like, Oh, they did. They just expect spouses to be robots. Like, yes. Okay. That is fine with me. No, it's not like I, this, this is hard sometimes. And you're not always going to have a good day. You're not always going to be happy with what's happening. And and it's okay to not be fine. Like it's, you're not a robot. Like you're allowed to have human emotion. You are still a person regardless of your spouse's occupation. Like I'm sure as a doctor, their wives get the same thing. Like I'm sure they're missing dinners. I'm sure they're missing baseball games. I'm sure they're missing um, whatever milestones are coming up. Same as someone in the military. Like it doesn't always have to be something hard. Like you can be missing your spouse, like Christmas, right? Your spouse is yeah. gone. You're not going to be like, you're, you're not going to be fine. Like you're going to miss them. Like you're, and, but you know, nobody wants to, no, nobody wants to hear like you upset on Christmas. So what are you going to say? I'm fine. Your parents call. How was Christmas? It was fine. You know what I mean? It's so, it's just an easy scapegoat, especially because society expect us to be this like strong, independent spouse. And we are, but also like we should be allowed to have basic human emotion and be able to express that emotion when they come up. Like we're not always going to be this 
Stepford wives that, you know, stand next to our spouses on promotion ceremonies and whatever, whatever the case may be, like we're allowed to, to have emotion. We don't have to just be this like smiling face, like, yeah, we will do anything that the army says and we will go anywhere yeah. that they say, like, we're going to go, but we're allowed to kick and scream if we have to. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it's time we just normalize, like being not fine doesn't mean you're not fine. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like, it's a hard twist. And even if you just say, you know, if you need to admit, you don't have to say, I'm not fine. You can be, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Right now, in this moment, in the heat of the battle, I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. And I'm I have, yeah, sometimes I have to have those conversations with my husband, you know, and like I said, it's we're not telling you not to communicate with them. We're not we are not saying that. Please tell them. But like, in a way that's, you know, also good for their mental health. too. Yeah, it's not alarming. But... Yeah, like you're not going to send them into a spiral when you know, my husband knows there's absolutely nothing he can do. Because like, when I didn't answer my phone, twice and I like screened my husband's calls he started to spiral <laughs> he was like well yeah can you imagine like you're in another country and then you're like I'm having a really bad day and then he doesn't hear from you the next thing you know you probably have like the red cross knocking on your door to do like a, a yeah exactly check. and my husband would go that drastic he most definitely would which like I appreciate <laughs> right <laughs> I appreciate you're thinking about me babe but let's just stop normalizing it. Like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have a hard day. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have a good cry. It's okay to lean on a friend. It's okay to talk to a therapist. It's okay to tell your husband, I'm overwhelmed today. Like, I love you so much. If I'm short with you, this and this and this, this is why, you know, like, don't worry. There's a lot of times I have to tell my husband, like, don't worry. Like, I'm just having a bad day. Like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Like, you know, my kids are stressing me out or, you know, we went over here and I thought it was going to be a good situation and it was not a good situation and I never want to go again. <laughs> like, you know, I've done that with my husband. Like, I took my kids here and they didn't listen. And so then we left and I never want to go back. And my husband's right. like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I don't know what to say, but we're just here to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.